Okay, let's go to our third and final episode for um this week. Hopefully more later this month. So, Carlyas, before we talk about liberal progressive opposition or quote-unquote whatever is left of the opposition, um, there's the Binay model, right? I mean, for a while, the Binay model looked like totally undefeatable. Remember nung ganito kami sa Makati, di ba? Bentang-bentang. Dito sa Makati. Ganito kami sa Makati, the implication is the rest of the country will be like that if we take over. And with the success of Nancy Binay, etc., I mean, it can tell you that it had a national appeal, no? Uh, had, you know, circumstances aligned for for Vice President Binay back in 2016. But anyway, my argument here is the Binay experience is interesting, right? Because even some leftist people I saw argued that Binay came closest to creating a welfare state model in the Philippines. Now, obviously, Makati is a cash cow in terms of the CBD and all of that. But still, in fairness to, to Binay, you know, he came quite close to not only performative populism, which we saw with Digong and Erap and all of that, but actually building a semi-modern uh, welfare. I used to live in uh, both Makati and, and and also in the Ayala area. So I, I was in different sites, although you know, less, less, less non-privileged, underprivileged. But anyway, so I, I have an idea because I, I talk to people around, especially people from more underprivileged background and yung Librengenito, ganyan. Now, yeah, obviously, we know about all the corruption allegations and more than allegations in some cases, perhaps. Um, but it's an interesting model, right? I mean, and and probably, or parang nasayangan ba tayo sana? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like with some tweak, perhaps the Binay model could have been the... Because Binay is not for EJK, di ba? Naalala ko, Ronald, no, nung panon ni Digong, nung kakapanalo ng Digong, pauwi ako from Lasal noon, nagtuturo ako sa Lasal. And then there was this election tarp na nakalagay kay Binay my buhay no and then suddenly under Duterte it i read it as kay Binay my buhay diba like you could have i mean for all our reservations with Binay he would not have been the AGK guy he would not have been the all out pro china guy you know like definitely a lot of disasters we saw would not have been there and Binay had the populist appeal and he would have easily defeated all of these other guys had it not been for of course You know, the Inquirer, Exposé, and all of that in 2015 and so on and so forth. And yung disastrous uh, performance na during the debate. Sana hindi na lang siya pumunta sa debate, nag-junior effect na lang siya. I don't know, what is your understanding of the Binay experiment today in 2023? Because I'm sure if we talked to uh, we talked six, seven years ago, medyo iba yung sasabihin natin, no? But today, having experienced the whole Duterte, now second year of BBM, all of that, do you think the Binay one... Sayang, sana medyo ganang-ganang pwede pa sana. Or maybe a revitalized version of the Binay model. Let's say Nancy Binay goes back, becomes the mayor, does it well. Maybe that could be the future. Because otherwise, mukhang tulfo ang other alternative natin dito, di ba? And people are also debating about that, di ba? Before um, we go to the opposition na opposition, na, I want to talk about the Binay model yeah. first. So ang, maganda, ang maganda dun sa Binay sa Binay model, no? Paano, hindi naman talaga siya model. Pero at least yung, yung, yung Binay experience no? dito sa Makati ay na-strengthen yung, uh, yung value ng local government. Na bago tayo mag-elect sa national, maganda na na-test natin sa local. Halimbawa, si Digong, alam mo na na yung kanyang style of leadership sa Dabao will be his style of leadership sa national kung magiging presidente siya. Alam mo na na meron ng mga DDS, meron ng chismis about the about that squad sa Dabao. Kaya, 
yung mga nagsasabi na okay si Digong, no? Medyo nagdeteriorate lang no naging presidente. Hindi totoo 'yun. Hindi naman nagbago si Digong eh. Ganun na siya nung mayor, ganun na siya nung naging presidente. Kaya maganda na yung uh, yung uh, alimbawa, uh, nung mayor si Binay, wala naman talagang uh, the, uh, Makati Death Squad. Wala namang uh, DDS sa Makati. So makikita mo na kung siya ay naging presidente, malamang, malamang, hindi naman mangyayari yung tokhang. Malamang hindi naman mangyayari yung, yung libo-libong EJK. No? Kaya makikita, yun yung value. Na, na 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 nasusubukan on the local level no pero yung albawa yung sinasabi mo na na baka baka yung closest si Binay sa welfare state on the local level hindi ako kumbinsido diyan dahil uh, I organize the organize ako ng urban poor nag-organize ako ng trade unions na talagang malaki yung yung uh, disparity pa rin talaga sa mahirap at mayaman yung mga mahihirap is basically busog sa dole out. Pero yung kanilang standard of living, yung kanilang social protection, hindi naman nagbago significantly. No? Uh, maliban doon sa mga magagandang bahagi ng Makati no, na merong middle class, merong mga upper class, may mga business class, yun yung nakikita sa Makati. Kaya akala mo, it's a modern city. Pero pag pumunta ka dun sa mga sa mga periphery ng Makati, mga squatters pa rin yun nandoon eh. And they have been squatters for generations. Hindi naman nagbago yung kanilang kalagayan. Kaya uh, hindi ako kumbinsido dun sa welfare uh, framework ng Makati. Uh, not even the University of Makati. I mean I get what you're saying. Ang argument mo yeah. essentially is It was not truly empowering or a capacitating model. It was more of like, you know, just, you know, keeping people afloat and happy. You know, like it was not really to to give you the social mobility to move up. It was more like just giving you the bare minimum. Anyways, ang laki naman yung tax base. I mean, yung tax base hmm. ng Makati kasi laki ng buong QC, which has six, seven times more population. So that gives yeah. you an idea of how much. I get what, what you're saying. Uh, but nevertheless, right? I mean, he at least... Had level one, let's say, don't you think there was? Because the University of Makati model was not too bad. Uh, the the hospital system, some let's just call it taxin light, if I can put it that way. There was the kind of a micro taxin thing going on there, right? I mean, I don't know. Well, well, sila gutmurin na Richard yung 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 tanong mo, dahil it's the financial capital of the country, tiba? Makati is the financial capital, so. Yung, yung surplus niyan ay mas malaki kesa sa ibang mga cities. Kaya meron silang disposable funds para idagdag dun sa dole out na ibinibigay ng ibang cities. No? Mas malaki yung margin na ibibigay nila. But still, no, kung titignan mo yung standard of living, hindi naman tumaas eh. No? Hindi, hindi naman tumaas. Of course, kinakailangan pa natin pag-aralang maigi. No? Sa akin kasi anecdotal eh. Dahil yung karanasan ko sa sa mga squatters area sa Makati, yung karanasan ko sa mga trade unions, yun yung pinagbabatayan ko. Na hindi naman nag-improve ang kanila. Mas mara, mas libre, yung mga senior, libre yung, yan yung mga nauna eh, na libre sa, libre sa sine, libre yung cake pag uh, birthday, no? uh, merong mga bonus pag umabot ng particular age, no? etc. Tapos, mas, ma, mas binabawasan yung, uh, yung binabayad sa hospital, bagamat substantially, no ay 
ay uh, napakamahal pa rin talaga ng mga hospital sa sa Makati. So, may kumbaga yung margin nila kumpara sa ibang cities ay mas may dagdag. Pero dahil nga it's the financial capital of the country. Kaya may dagdag, no? Yun yung yun yung kasi kasi medyo na medyo na improve na lang konti yung rural sector eh. Hindi lang hindi lang hindi lang yung city eh. 'Di ba? Hindi lang yung hindi lang yung siyudad na pinanggalingan niya. Ma- ma- malaki yung kanyang support sa rural dahil meron siyang ginawa for the rural sector. Bagamat hindi pa rin talaga dramatic, at least meron siyang nagawa. Sa Makati, even Makati, the gap between the rich and the poor ay malaki pa rin, no? At uh, hindi ako nakakita ng something significant beyond additional dole outs. Beyond No? Tanggap ko na mas marami yung dole out kumpara halimbawa sa Kalokan or even Manila. Di ba? Pero dahil nga mas mataas yung kanilang surplus kumpara sa ibang mga bansa. Exactly because it's the financial capital of the country. Ngayon, ang merong ganyang capacity is tagig. Di ba? Ngayon, yun yung... Uh, Are they doing pero, that? Or do you think they will do even the B9 minimum? If I can put oh, it up, like the B9 minimum. Yeah. Yes, no. Yan yung uh, pero hindi ko rin sasabihin na welfare is na yung tagig. No, at best. <laughs> no. <laughs> But so uh, your argument Ronald is that it doesn't even meet the minimum threshold. Okay. Um yes. I, I I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just throwing out the the the, the point yeah. for for discussion here. Mm-hmm. Let me put it another way, no? Um what if that was the version 1.0, the very raw let's say you know skeletal model what if the next generation let's say if Nancy Bina would be the next mayor don't you think they could have uh, scaled it upgraded it 2.0 like kind of a much more capacitating because an argument is it was not welfare state because it was more of dole outs that just created dependency cycle of dependency yeah. it was not really upward mobility uh, empowerment kind of welfare state right but don't you again this is i know very speculative But in a in an alternative universe, don't you think that could have been the next step? Let's say Binay became the president in 2016, and then I don't know, another Binay was in charge of Makati. Don't you think at some point they will be so comfortable they will level it up that this is? Because remember, I mean, Ronald, it's not like you mga welfare states like Europe or US or even US came out of nowhere, right? They went through the trapo process and then they leveled up. There was more mobilization, so it created this back and forth cycle, deba. Right? Again, mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying. Granted, all of your criticism. My point was, had it been given one more generation of chance, maybe that could have been a much more advanced threshold, meet, uh, welfare threshold meeting model. Or I, uh, or do you think I'm just being wishful thinking talaga, dear? Well, well, maganda, Richard, na magkaroon tayo ng empirical data. Albawa, saan ang galing? Ano yung naging uh, improvements? No? Yan yung una. No? Para meron tayong baseline data. No? Ikalawa, ay, uh, uh, bukas naman ako na dahil binay ka, hindi naman ibig sabihin na yung errors na yung tatay ay uulitin mo. Pwede namang may skill set ka na, meron ka ng learning curves para iwasan yung mga pagkakamali and become more modernizing. No? Halimbawa, senior, right? I mean, yeah, like, halimbawa, halimbawa like kung, kung ma-approximate mo yung isang Biko Soto sa Makati, diba? o, yan yung part. So medyo, baka tumas, dumikit ka ng konti into a more welfareist na na system on the local level baka no pero ayun nga una kong gustong tignan ay yung data no para para meron akong scientific basis na merong improvement sa mga economic fundamentals in terms of standards of living no 
Uh, Wala, ganyan ka na. Pag iba, pwede oh. pwede sa. Pag ito, <laughs> yung, oh, I need a longitude <laughs> study. Oh, ma, ganyan ka na, Ronald. Oh. Next level. Yung isa, ay, uh, uh, sa akin, mahalaga pa rin talaga yung corruption eh. Uh, uh, halimbawa, nung uh, investigation about uh, Vice President Binay, di ba? Grabe yung, pri- yung overpricing ng mga kama sa Makati Hospital. Di ba? Yung talagang... Uh, Talagang sobrang laki ng overpricing, no? Isang ang dapat kong tanungin ay ano na nangyari doon sa mga sa mga kaso na nangyari diyan, no? Yung uh, yung parking building, no, na overpriced, etc., no? Pano bahagi pa rin ng welfare, no? Kahit merong certain margin of corruption, dapat dra- drastically mabawasan 'yan. Dahil diyan yung pupunta sa pondo ng welfare, eh. 'di ba? Pupunta rin 'yan diyan eh. Madadagdagan yung pondo mo. Kung ma, ma sabi nga sa sa Singapore at least make corruption predictable 'di ba <laughs> para para may efficient corruption mo, no? efficient corruption oh, as a term in a, in a cynical way no again Ronald I, I hope you see where I'm coming from because as I said if we had this conversation six, seven years ago I would have been probably even more critical than you considering I already I lived also in Makati now hindi ko na bisita yung mga communities that you went to but you know there are people you know that we saw na they come from you know so my my point Ronald is Again, maybe I'm reading too much into things, but like, who would have thought Nancy Binay will turn out as one of the more independent-minded, sometimes even progressive mm-hmm. South So again, mm-hmm. you can accuse me of wishful thinking, but oh, say for me, I believe in redemptive politics. Like, look at how Trapo Ninoy was when he was young, and then look at how he turned out later. I'm not saying everyone is going to be like that. I'm just saying, bukas ako sa idea ng improvement. That's why with Junior, I was, you know, cautiously optimistic. He's not going to be. Tatay style foreign policy and his dad style, you know, dictatorial. Because I would, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not saying he's progressive, but I was open to the idea of some tweak and improvements, a 2.0 kind of situation, right? So, so I get, I, I get exactly all of your criticism. It's just that after all everything we experienced in the past six, seven years, after seeing the Nancy Binay, uh, let's say rebranding, but more than rebranding, I mean, it's, in fairness, her voting record, her her stance during some very crucial time, including 2019. I don't know. Maybe suddenly I became more cautiously optimistic about leveling up. Chat GPT, GPT three, Chat GPT four. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. Bejo bukas ako don. Like the same with AI. Like you know, just because palpak siya ngayon, I don't believe the next generation will be bad. <laughs> it can improve. So I don't know. Well, I believe in yeah. iterative improvement. If I can put it that way. Bukas bukas din ako, Richard. Kaya kasi nasabi ko. Alimbawa kung merong binay na magiging at least malapit lapit sa Biko model, no? may sariling uh, may sariling uh, skill set uh, natuto sa karanasan iniiwasan yung mga errors ng kanyang mga magulang no etc etc definitely yun nga yung sinasabi ko kanina no uh, that's a possibility pero kinakailangan ko lang makita na nababawasan naman yung squatter sa Makati no nababawasan naman yung uh, yung mga barado na drainage no pag pumunta ka doon sa gilid ng Makati nako Richard napakabaho no dahil napakaraming basura napakaraming barado na drainage so yung minimum na yan no paano ka pa mag-aaspara sa welfare? Don, diba si Isko? I think that's where Isko oh. deserves some yeah. credit he only had one term yeah. in Manila 
quite a poor city compared to Makati. Pero tignan mo yung Tondominium projects. I mean, of course, we can have many criticism about Isco and all. I'm, yeah, but in fairness to the guy, right? The socialized housing, he had some sort of vision about it. I don't know. Kaya nga sayang, Richard. Kung nagkaroon siya ng tatlong term, who knows? Exactly. No? Or baka the resources yung, of Makati. Baka siya yung... Uh, baka siya yung man to beat sa 2028, di ba? Pero hindi pa tapos yung kanyang first term, tumakbo na siya eh. So, yun yung uh, what would what might have been, yeah. di ba? Medyo nag-grace po siya. Yeah, nag-grace po siya doon. Kaya ang sinasabi ko lang, uh, Richard, parang gawa tayo ng measurements, no? At bumaba tayo sa lugar para makita natin. Sa akin anecdotal eh, no? Ito yung nakikita ko, ito yung aking karanasan, no? Ito rin yung hahanapin ko para at least ma-approximate yung pinag-uusapan natin na a local welfare system. Hindi lang yung libreng uh, cake pag birthday mo, hindi lang yung libreng uh, uh, sine para sa mga senior, no? Uh, etc. No? Hindi lang yung libre na delata at saka instant mommy, no? Hindi yan yung ibig ko sabihin ng welfare. No? Ibig ko sabihin ng welfare is something more uh, emancipatory at saka right. more sustained, no? More sustained. Right capacitating no um mm-hmm. i mean for me you're absolutely right it has to be evidence but and it has to be a comparative no siguro compared to thailand compared to mm-hmm. i don't know colombia you know with uh, pedro gustavo like we can compare with other developing countries na similar levels of per capita income and their welfare models how effective they work kasi doon sa pantawid pamilya may comparison na tayo no yung bolsa pamilya sa brazil ganun mm-hmm. that's not really a welfare state that's more like you know semi-stopgap measure, right? Uh, it's yeah. not blown well for state. So I think we can do the same thing, no? comparative study in terms of, you know, could the Philippines have gone at, at least the taxing level of Thailand? Because we can see the improvement in Thailand. You go to the rural area, ang ganda ng asphalt, mas maganda pa sa BGC. I mean, I mean not to, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but, you know, <laughs> like the, the rural area in Thailand is very well developed. Tapos yung kanina, ilang ba? 10 baht? 3 baht? Di ba? I mean, And and Thailand did that nung time that their per capita was a bit lower than us today, right? Their per capita back then was 3,500 siguro or 3,000. Ngayon kasi 8,000 na medyo mayaman ng banko compared to us. I am in Thailand. So I, 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 so I completely agree with you. I think a comparative study would have been very, very interesting. And yeah, both of us agree. I think Isco could have become that guy, especially if he had resources of Makati and he had more than one term. But ibang usapan na yun. We can talk about Isco or... Siguro si Isko na lang kausapin natin in interview <laughs> about this. Now, let's close this episode because I think the Binay episode was very interesting in itself. Let's go to the last episode. Let's keep it short. Pag-usapan naman natin. Last word lang. Uh, yes, please go ahead. Huwag kalimutan yung, yung uh, political organization. No? Kung magkakaroon ka ng modern, reform-oriented leaders no? na, na magkaka-create o makaka-approximate ng isang welfare, a real welfare system on the local level, kailangan ay... Uh, rigorous din, dapat ay very strong din yung kanyang political organization. Kung hindi, makakaroon tayo ng katulad ng kaibigan ko na si Governor Kakabagaw. Ang ganda nung nagawa sa probinsya, no? pero isang bagyo lang, gumuho yung kanyang political infrastructure. Gumuho yung kanyang nagawa ng magaganda doon sa probinsya, sa dinagat. So, uh, kailangan huwag din natin kalimutan na dapat yung manifestation niyan is also in the political organization no in the political organization halimbawa si Lula nakulong siya di ba nakulong siya na matagal no? 
Pwede natin ilagay sa next episode because I think this is a perfect... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's stop it there. Perfect. Thank you so much. Pansin mo, tinatransition ko. I mean, I'm an author. So every time you go to a chapter... Yes, yes, yes. So this is yes. a perfect transition. Oh. Thank you Ikaw so much. Ikaw kasi, in-excite mo ko eh. So, minsan, I get carried away. Ay, okay. Like, na, Ronald, this is the part na magta-transition na tayo. Okay? Alright. Masasanay ka. Don't worry about it. People don't appreciate it kasi akala nila na interjecting. They don't understand. May pinafollow po akong flow eh. Kasi kung kung saan mapunta ang usapan, especially kung madaldal yung guest ko, kat- katulad mo, di ba? Kung saan mapunta ang usapan, di ba? Lalo kung tatlo tayo rito ni Leloy. Oh, isa pa. We have to do something. <laughs> And alam mo na yung pag-usapan natin, which I think we'll have a glimpse of that in our next episode. Maraming salamat, Secretary Lianas. Maraming salamat.